for the sermon deep dive this week as we kind of dig into one little thought from the sermon and just apply it even further. Uh, I'd like to put a phrase out there, and I'm sure it's one that you've never said, that I've never said, I've never thought it or felt it at all, but I just want to put it out there anyway and talk about it for just a minute. The phrase is this, don't tell me what to do. Do not tell me what to do. I know you've never said that, you've never felt that before, you've, you've never thought that when someone's giving you something that sounds directive, uh, you've never felt like, stand back, buddy, don't tell me what to do. I know we've never said that. I know when we've been told there's something we have to do, we've never felt that rebellious kind of itch where your back gets up and you're like, well, I'll decide for myself what I'm going to do. And if I decide to do it, I'll do it, but don't tell me what to do. Um... I think that that is something that is built in us, maybe, from birth. And I think it's something that our democratic way of life, where we think, like, I'm going to be the one to state my perspective. I'm going to give my opinion. And don't you tell me what I should think. Don't you tell me what I should do. Become sort of like celebrated, you know? Live for yourself. Do it your way. Look out for number one, you know? You know your truth is your truth. And don't let anyone tell you what to do or who to be. Well, none of those thoughts fit with Christianity. Because as we said in the message, Christ is king. So if he's a king and he rules a kingdom, it's not a democracy. So Christianity is not a democracy. We don't get a vote. We don't get to give Jesus our opinions on what things he should value. We don't get to shape the laws of the land and the Christian kingdom. We just get to obey them. We get to follow them. Christ is king. Remember from Revelation, that was uh, 1916. Uh, as he comes, this vision has of John has of Jesus coming on his, his thigh and on his robe. It says, King of kings and Lord of lords. You don't get to tell a king what you will or won't do. You don't get to, I don't get to tell Jesus my opinion on what he commands. Now his laws are for our good. And he gives us freedom within his command to love one another, to live in peace, to create this kingdom where, where all are welcome. His, his laws are, create a beautiful space, but they are laws, and he is a king. And we don't get to read the Bible or hear his words or have him tell us do something and resist or rebel or say no or negotiate or barter or pretend like we can't hear him. We just have to obey. This is the role of Christian. I think it's actually very hard for us as Americans, you know, democratic, republic sort of people. We, we, we are going to be voting this week, and we expect our voice to influence what laws are shaped. You can't come to Jesus in that same way. The biblical concept for this, the theological doctrine, is called lordship. The lordship of Christ. Christ is Lord. He's master. And so if he really is Lord, then anything he says goes. And when he says it, we don't get to negotiate. We don't get a vote. In Christianity, you don't get a vote. All you get is his laws. But his laws say, you know what? Live this way and it will go well with you. This is where the green grass is. I'm going to lead you to it. It's going to be good. You have to go there. That's where I'm going. Follow me. Right? That's what Jesus says. Follow me. Don't resist me. Follow me. 
don't disobey me. Follow me. Leave your nets behind. Leave your tax collecting behind. Leave your wealth behind. Leave whatever behind. Follow me. It's a command to obedience. It's not a command to joining in with Jesus as peers and kind of working things out together and figuring out what we'll do or what we won't do. So the goal then, the strategy for that, would be to try to find out everything that he says so you can know what to do. Because it'll be precisely those things that create space for the beautiful kingdom he's trying to build. And it kind of irks us to say, well, I, I don't want to just obey someone without having a say in it. We're used to saying, well, I do what I want. But don't you realize that if you do whatever you want, that you're just a slave to your desires? They're your king. And what kind of king is that? kind of king that says, go do this. Oh, it feels good. And then when it's done, oh, I don't feel good anymore. Come back and get more. It feels good to make money. Oh, but now my money's going away. Got to get more. Got to work harder. Like, what kind of master is that? But make no mistake, that's your master. If that's what you think being free is, working to make money on your own, then actually money is your master. If that's what you think being free is, being free to pursue any form of pleasure or entertainment or escape that you might want, then those things actually are your master. And they give for a second and then they're temporary and they're gone. And if you keep going at them, all you get at the end is just a pile of money or you get experiences that were pleasurable, but you are not any better. The world around you is not any better. You've not done anything lasting. You've just done a bunch of temporary stuff holding yourself over. He's like, no, I've got something that's permanent. Instead of pursuing after pleasure, after pleasure, which disappoint, what if you just didn't have that gaping hole in your heart anymore? What if I healed that for you? So follow me, obey me. And in doing so, you realize that my commands are actually like medicine and they will heal you as you go. I know what's good. Take my yoke upon you. The yoke, you have to actually be bound together to be yoked together. So there is a binding with Christ and obedience. You know, he doesn't say, come to my pasture and then as oxen just randomly roam around wherever you want. He's like, no, you've got to go my way, but I'm going to go the good way, a way that's good for you. Follow me. And where you think you might be free, those are actually your slave, your things you're enslaved to. If you want to be free to follow this and any religion that might have appeal, he's like, well, then those are becoming your masters, but they don't have the truth. So you can follow them, but you can't follow them and follow me. Follow me at all costs. Follow me to the exclusion of all else, because when you obey me, you'll find that you obey me into beauty and into healing and into joy, because that's what the kingdom is, is this beautiful little space that I'm building here on earth that gives you a taste of heaven. It's a little slice of heaven on earth, and it's not perfect. Because we still wrestle against our desires. And we still have to live within a world that is corrupt. But oh, when we see it and experience it, it is good. And Jesus is good. And so my challenge to you this week is to not try to keep your independence as you follow Christ. But to become completely dependent upon Him. And all those times where we feel that kind of like irk, that, you know, that, that frustration just kind of rankles you. Like, don't tell me what to do that we confess that to Christ as a sin. We confess that to God and say, please forgive me for my proud and rebellious spirit. Please forgive me for my resistance, my quenching your Holy Spirit, as I feel you leading me in the way that Christ wants to apprentice me. He's trying to train me in skills, skills for life, skills for kingdom building, skills for how to love those around me who are hard to love, skills for how to forgive, skills for how to bless others, skills for how to be generous to others, skills that I don't have, 
I'm not going to find my own way. He is the way. He's showing you the way. But we have to be bound to him in a completely submissive sort of way. So Americans, fellow Americans who've grown up in this culture and been trained that, you know, our opinion matters and that everyone gets a vote and that we're seeking, you know, the best for the, the most greatest number of people. Um, please put aside all of those intentions put aside all of those values as you pursue Christ as Lord. You know, the Hebrew word for that is Adonai, Lord, Master, the Greek word Kyrios, Lord. Let Christ be Lord in your life. The things that he says to do, do. Don't say, well, I know he's saying this and then do something different. You're, you're trying to like break the yoke. How can you both walk with him and walk away from him? How can you remain independent and make up your own mind on how you're going to live life and also be fully obedient to him in all things? His way is a way of love. His kingdom is a matter of love, joy, peace, righteousness, and the Holy Spirit. Those are good things. Those are for your good. I challenge myself and all of us to just... As we're about to vote for you know, policies and, and you know, political figures in our country, to recognize that that process does not apply to our faith, to our citizenship, to our nationality in Christ. We merely say, what do you want me to do? How should I live? And then we just say, yes, Lord, and we pursue it with our whole heart. And as we do, then the things become clear to us that we never could have seen otherwise. And things get healed in us that never could have been healed otherwise. And we gain power and authority and joy that we never could have had otherwise. And there's fruit and peace that we never would have had otherwise. But it begins with obedience. Jesus says, come and follow me. You can't stay and follow me because all authority has been given to me. So go. You've got to move. So church, it's a hard thing, but it is the way, the truth, and the life. It is the narrow way. It's a way of obedience to Christ. I challenge you to say to yourself, have I dug into the Bible to just know what Jesus calls us to? And once I know it, am I not thinking twice, but I'm just going? If so, then I know you will see miracles in your life. I know you will see the power of God manifest. I know you will experience the living Jesus. And I want that for you, and I want that for me. So let us practice the Lordship of Christ this week in a very intentional way. Let us submit our proud and self-centered egos that want what we want. And let us see what Christ can do with lives that are fully surrendered to Him. God bless you under the Lordship of Christ this week.